Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone, to the Kayak Fishing Raw podcast, and today we have two awesome guests. Uh, I will say before I talk about them, uh, I'm alone today, and uh, Freddie is off, and he's uh, doing some stuff with school and some video production, and uh, as you guys know, he, uh, he was a big help with the recent video that we, uh, that we just came out with, so you could check out that video of the 2019 Sailfish Smackdown. Uh, at our YouTube channel, Extreme Kayak Fishing TV. And uh, the work he did on that video was phenomenal. So, And the tournament was also phenomenal. We had a blast with the event. Uh, we had sailfish caught. We had some mahi-mahi. We had kingfish. It was kind of a mixed bag of pretty much everything. And uh, it was a lot of fun. And we had an awesome winner, a new winner once again. We had uh, Rob Will Valdery, and he won the tournament. He's a Miami angler and a local guy. And he finally won it, man. And we're going to talk to him today. Uh, Before him, we're going to actually have Spencer Jones call in. And he wrote uh, two books that I believe, Beyond the Breakers and Jonesin for Kayak Fishing Adventures. So we're going to talk to Spencer Jones. He should be calling in any minute now. And, uh, you know, before we talk to him, I'm going to go over the winners of the Sailfish Smackdown real quick and give you guys a little rundown just in case you haven't seen the results online. We have uh, Rob Will, and he won $5,000 from Railblazer and Turbo USA, and he won an awesome uh, Sailfish Mount from Global Fish Mounts. And then second place, we had Sean Rolls, and he won. he's another local guy, and he won $2,000 from Nautical Ventures and uh, an awesome plaque from Global. And he got his sailfish literally like right at the end. So it was, uh, it was awesome how he got his. And uh, then we had – oh, we got Spencer calling in right now. I'm going to give this rundown real quick. Then we had, uh, let's see, where are we? Ivy Harris, he won the Mahi Mahi division. That was $500 from Nautical Ventures. And then we had Brian Nelly, seasoned extreme angler, win $1,200 from the Kingfish Calcutta. And, uh, you know, kudos to these guys. They kick some butt. And right now we are going to talk to my boy, Spencer Jones. Spencer, how's it going, brother? Hey, good, man. How are you guys doing? Uh, living the dream, man. Today, it is just me. Freddie's off running a bunch of errands and doing some video production work. So uh, I'm in studio today all alone. But you know what? I got a nice <laughs> cocktail here, and I'm, uh, I'm ready to talk to you guys, man. I'm excited. Dude, that's awesome. A, a cocktail with this, uh, this podcast is perfect. If I, if oh, I don't yeah, have bro. one now, I just got off work. So uh, I, I think I need one after that day. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, listen, um, I'm really excited to have you on. We've been talking for a while. We actually wanted to have you on last month, but um, you know, with everything that was going on, it was kind of crazy with the event, uh, which is an event that you actually know of. And I kind of wanted to talk about this first before we dive into your books and everything else, but you fished the Sailfish Smackdown before, and you actually documented the whole trip 
from start to finish coming here, fishing the event and all that. And, and, you know, obviously this event was mentioned in your one book beyond the breakers, but um, why don't you go into depth a little bit about your back history on kayak fishing in general, and then how you found out about the selfish smackdown and what that was like for you. Yeah, totally, man. So um, I started kayak fishing uh, or getting the idea about it in 2011 um, still relatively new as far as before it really boomed. Um, I started fishing, got back into it after college, and just loved getting back into it, something I went away from when I started going off to college and, and learning and doing all that good stuff, and then couldn't find a job, started fishing, and I was fishing down at this lake, and I saw someone pull up a kayak down by the river, load up his gear, and paddle out, and I'm like, that's awesome. I used to yeah. love kayaking and, and fishing, like, dude, this is epic. So right. I uh, started researching that night, ended up getting a kayak um, over the winter time. I live up in Wisconsin. So um, fast forward a bit, changed a couple different kayaks, upgraded as time went on. And um, I've fished many tournaments, um, bass tournaments, stuff like that. Traveled all over the country, kayak fishing, meeting um, a ton of people, fishing in different waters, saltwater, freshwater, rivers, lakes, you name it, inshore. And um, with your event offshore, now to, to check off the list, I've been lucky and blessed enough that my wife lets me go crazy and travel so right um, yeah I, dude, it's, it's crazy how, everywhere i've been um i've heard about your tournament i was doing some work for yakangler.com at the time and i kept hearing about this extreme kind of I'm like dude this, these guys are nuts like they're going offshore to this huge fish like oh my gosh this is so cool i'd love to do this um and it just was never able to fit in my schedule i'm a, a high school choir director and it just never seemed to line up until a couple of years ago. I think it was two years ago. My friend Israel Dunn, um, another kayak angler from up here, and he's like, hey, have you heard about the series? I've always been wanting to do this. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I've heard about it too. And the dates fell perfectly along a winter break that I had, um, which was ridiculous. So uh, we planned the trip. We left Thursday. I got off school Wednesday. Um, we had a winter break. So I traveled Thursday. We headed down to Florida to fish with you. It was like a 20 20- six hour drive down something ridiculous like that um right guys um saturday sunday i had monday off and we turned around right after the tournament and came back came back home yeah and i remember watching it on facebook uh you guys you know on your way to fish the event and uh and you know coming here and, and doing it i thought i thought was great so uh yeah man i mean kudos to you to just coming here as well and you know, trying it out for the first time. I mean, that, you know, offshore for you, like you said, was brand new. And you're going right in there, like jumping in a cold pool and fishing <laughs> for billfish on a kayak. I mean, I think that is awesome. And that's, that's kind of what our tournament's about, is new guys coming and competing. And not just, you know, for the money, but for fun. Totally. And, and you guys were super supportive, very helpful, especially for newbies uh, like, like me jumping in there and, and joining y'all. And um, as far as like the video stuff, I recorded, I did a, a whole like live video streaming of each video being like two to four minutes long um, throughout the event. Um, so you can check that out on my YouTube channel. But um, and that kind of kicked off my whole mini series idea that I've traveled around shooting and filming mini series. But it started out with your event going out and filming live and seeing, oh my gosh, this is crazy going for these these huge fish. And I'll tell you, we learned a lot. Uh, Israel and I have done a ton of research. We had 26 hours on the drive down to talk about how we're going to fish, how we're going to launch and, and what kind of lures and stuff to bring or, you know, all that good stuff. And uh, even with that, we were ill-prepared for the whole thing. Um, you guys were super helpful, but it was a huge learning curve 
with it. And now, but it was still an amazing experience. I would I'd love to go back. I'm looking forward to coming down there again and fishing it. And especially now knowing what I know. Yeah, man. I mean, we'd love to have you back. I think it would be awesome. And uh, actually, the winner of that tournament is calling in right now. But, um, you know, real quick, Spencer, I know this was a quick one because of work and everything with our schedules. Uh, and we'll definitely have you back on for a longer segment uh, in the future. But tell us a little bit real quick about both of the books and, uh, and how that's going for you and what inspired you to, to pretty much do that. Oh, yeah, sure. I appreciate it, brother. Um, so... Uh, I actually let out perfectly off the last one because of coming down there and fishing in your tournament and doing this live mini series uh, and doing something completely out of the norm. I fished Lake Michigan before and I'm used to that big water, but the ocean is a different piece of Lake Michigan totally. And um, it was a good event. We were all safe. We had fun, but it was very stressful at points and tiring. And on the way back sure. home, Israel and I were chatting and we're going, you know, I, I wish we knew a couple more things, stuff we couldn't find. And then we started talking about, hey, dude, let's, let's write a book about this. And it ended up uh, just working out um, that I decided to take everything I learned from uh, reading and researching and all that stuff beforehand and then the hands-on experience. And I wrote this book called uh, Jonesing, or Jones and Four Beyond the Breakers. And it's basically walking through uh, how to fish offshore in a kayak through my experience um, doing the extreme sailfish. So I kind of walk you through my trip, storytelling along the way, and giving you these pointers of what to look for, what to plan for, how, what to expect. So it's like this big, thick packet that's a really small book of uh, helping you have the best adventure you can. And because of that adventure, and yeah, dude, it was, it, uh, I think it's helped a lot of people so far with it. I know I wish I, everything in that book is stuff I wish I knew beforehand. So that way right. you know, there's no, there's nothing like hands-on experience for the first time, but as long as you have that knowledge base, you know, that that's helpful. Like I knew how to launch and surf. I've never done it before until then, but I, I learned really quick, but everything I knew helped me with that. So hopefully everything in that book will help people have a successful and fun trip. For well, sure. Awesome, man. And, and where can these people, where can these anglers find your book? So that one um, and the other one you can find on Amazon. Um, just search for Jonesin for Beyond the Breakers. That's J-O-N-E-S-I-N for F-O-R, uh, Beyond the Breakers. And, and you'll find that or just type in Spencer Jones. And um, if I can go on just real quick, I know I'm running short yeah, on time. But, um, definitely, man. My, no, we're good. We're good. Awesome. I appreciate it. So um, the other book that I, I just released, it came out uh, in November of 2018. It's called uh, Jonesin 4. It's my brand. Um, Kayak Fishing Adventures. And that one actually kind of started formulated back when I did um, the extreme kayak uh, fishing, sailfish series, because um, I travel, as I mentioned, I've traveled all over the country meeting people, meeting people and doing these different kind of trips that I want to share, not only share my adventures with people, but share how people can do this. Um, I, I've what um, crashed, I've slept on couches before, in rooms, I've done hotel rooms, I've camped them, and there's a whole bunch of different ways you can chase your passions, you know, chase kayak fishing and, and travel and do it. So that, that book, Kayak Fishing Adventures, walks people through like the five different ways of kayak traveling, kayak fishing and traveling, at least the five ways in my opinion. And then the best, some of the, what I've learned along the ways, um, ways to do it, tips, tricks, uh, and then, and stories of all my different adventures the people I've met, the pictures from me turtling my kayak for the first time and, and yeah. fishing <laughs> sailfish series and, 
and all that good stuff in there. Plus, um, since a lot of us love camping and going out there and just being out in nature, um, I've included a three and five day uh, meal plan with it. So stuff that has a shopping list for it, all the recipes, everything just set. Um, so you can have a healthy trip. So you're fueling yourself up with all the right stuff. Um, it's super delicious, easy to make stuff you can make um, over your campfire, over a stove, at home, doesn't matter. So you got tips, tricks, recipes, stories, and tips of uh, different ways to travel so that you're, you're set, you read that, especially now what it's February now, something like that. Um, yeah, I guess it is February 1st, and uh, people are starting yeah. to plan their adventures for this next year. Let's grab the book and read about some of my crazy adventures and what that sparked some ideas for you uh, to create your own. Awesome, brother. Well, listen, I, I think it's great what you're doing. And as you know, I've always been a fan of what you've been doing and what you're about. And it's always Appreciate good. It. And I say this all the time. It's always good to see the good guys do well in the sport, because in the end, it's all about building this awesome sport. And I think you're one of the guys that is a building block that's that's going to build this into something great in the future. So, Spencer, man, thank you so much, man. And, and uh, yeah, man, I'm going to I'm going to. I need to get your Beyond the Breakers book. I'm going to be honest, I have not read it yet, and I am, I'm going to be on that 100%. Dude, I, I appreciate it. Um, and for anyone else who's interested, well, I appreciate Building Blessing. It's people like you who help create uh, the, these series and support other anglers that make it awesome. And so all the other anglers out there listening, go chase your passions. Go have fun. Be helpful. Help other people. That's, that's what it's about. And if you're interested in picking up any of my books or any of that stuff that I have, they're both on Amazon. You can check them out there, um, or you can go to my website, spencermjones.com, and um, check out all the stuff there. We have my mini series there, the, the books, a uh, whole bunch of other stuff. So feel free to go over there and uh, check it out if you want, or follow me on social media at Jones and Four or Spencer Jones on Facebook. All right, brother. Well, we'll talk to you soon, and uh, I appreciate everything, man. Sounds good. I appreciate you having me on. Have a good day, buddy. All right. See you, brother. All right, tight lines. All right. And now we have captain, seasoned champion, the sailfish king, <laughs> the sailfish slayer, Rob Will, my friend. How is it going? Good, good. How about you guys? Oh, just living the Are dream, man. I, uh, I'm actually uh, – can you hear me? Yeah. Rob? Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I'm hear- actually – I'm actually solo today. Uh, Freddie's out doing some video production stuff, so uh, it's just me here in the studio and uh, just having some fun playing with my Predator doll and, and having some cocktails. So I'm ready to talk sail fishing with you, brother. Nice. Awesome, dude. Thank you for so, having me, first of all. Yeah, no problem, man. No problem. Um, so let's dive right into it, you know, from start to finish. Now, First of all, I want to go into your background a little bit. Like, how did you get into offshore kayak fishing for some of the guys that don't know who you are yet? Um, and, you know, what's your passion with it and what got you into? Because I hear from other anglers that you are you love sailfishing in general, just the sailfish. So um, I don't yeah, know if that's true or not, but let's let's dive into your, uh, you know, how you started this whole thing out. Yeah, man. So basically uh, going back to uh, the beginning of my passion for kayak fishing. I I was uh, stationed in Virginia, and I kind of learned from the guys up there. They, they used to have a lot of videos and DVDs available for everybody to learn, kind of like uh, the stuff that Spencer does. Uh, 
So uh, I learned down there, or oh, up there. And uh, when I moved that back down to Miami, I started doing inshore freshwater. And then somebody invited me to go offshore one day, and I gave it a try. And, man, out of luck, I caught a selfish. So I was totally hooked uh, after awesome. that. So that's kind of my beginnings uh, offshore. Awesome, man. Now, did you catch that in Miami or – or up north, like around my area in Pompano? Uh, Dania, Dania. Dania. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Awesome, yeah. man. So now, how did you hear about my tournament series, and what kind of got you into fishing uh, the Sailfish Smackdown in general? I remember um, I remember volunteering for Heroes on the Water. I met, uh, what's his name, uh, your friend. Marco. Ah, damn He's good. No, no, he's going to hate me for forgetting his name. Uh, Kevin. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, Kevin Zimmerman. <laughs> yeah, 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 Kevin. So, uh, Kevin and oh, Ryan, yeah. back, uh, Bancroft, uh, about it all the time and stuff, but I've I never been, like, a tournament person, you know? Like, I just like to go fishing and have fun and have no stress about it. So, right. uh, I never I never thought about it, you know? It was, like, a year or two that I didn't really do any tournaments. Uh, I planned one myself. I did like a peacock tournament I, that I planned out, and it turned out pretty good. Too. I, I like doing that stuff, but I didn't really like the tournament stuff, so uh, I didn't give it a try. But one year, somebody told me, "Ah, you should do a selfish one because you love selfish." And I'm like, "Ah, you know what? Let's give it a try." And that was like what two years ago in thousand. Uh, yeah, that was that was an epic one too. That was that was the one oh, where we yeah, had. Yeah. Uh, Lots and lots of sailfish. You got one. I think you got one, right, in that one? I got the first one of the second day. Wow. Awesome, so man. Yeah, I got yeah, those epic shots of you. Yeah, I ended up uh, in seventh place. But I was just happy that I had got sailfish. You know, it was a sailfish tournament, so just catching one was enough for me. And uh, that was kind of like the, the same idea that I have for this one. Like, hey, if I go and catch one, cool. Oh, you know, like whatever, but it'll be cool to catch one because it's a selfish tournament at the end. Sure, man. And you know what? I think for a lot of new guys, I like to tell them, you know, that's going to fish an event is, listen, don't overthink things and don't stress out because the moment you start worrying about other people and other rigs and other things, um, you know, that's when you start making mistakes. You know, what advice would you have for someone new you know, because, I mean, like you said, you're not you're not really a tournament guy. You just do it to have fun, right? And that's why it's yeah. awesome that you actually won the event. So what what can you what advice would you give to like a like a new guy, you know, like a kid that that we're starting to actually get that's fishing this series? Like, what would you say to them if they if they said, you know, how did you do it? Uh, so for the tournament and the way the way I prepare for it, I kind of like do free rigging. Uh, beforehand, so I get like a, one of those yo-yo reels, and I just make a bunch of rigs, like a 30-pound leader and uh, uh, 5-odd circle hooks, and I just make, I don't know, like a bunch of them. Even even if I, you know, like if I run out of bait, I just, at least I have them, you know? So, like, I make like, right. I don't know, 10 uh, per, per reel or whatever, and then I have two of those, one with like 30-pound and the other one with like 50, just in case maybe I get lucky with a kingfish or whatever. If I, joined the, I mean, I joined the Calcutta, so I kind of go, like, sort of prepare for maybe get lucky with a kingfish. So 
Definitely. Uh, that's what I do. Um, and then try to keep the deck clear and try to keep the rocks, uh, you know, like organized. So you Accessible. don't get tangled. And, yeah, exactly. You don't get tangled. You don't lose time. Uh, untangling stuff if you get hooked up and stuff like that. That could mean losing that fish. And, you know, like, as, as you know, in this tournament, time is crucial. So, like, if you catch one early on, like I did, like I got lucky, uh, you have the, the advantage pretty much the whole day on, until somebody catches one and then. <laughs> so Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, so uh, what, what, what else should I say? Uh, I don't know. Look, the signs that I look for when I go fishing for selfish. Uh, yeah, yeah, just everything. What, yeah, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, um, nowadays we have like depth finders and stuff in our kayaks, which is great. But sometimes just looking at the environment, you can like tell what's going on. So like two years ago, when I caught the, the selfish on the second day, I saw a bunch of valley who were jumping out of the water. So kind of like when I'm heading now, I just like I'm always like with my head on a swivel, looking around seeing if there's birds or, like, uh, commotion underwater, uh, bait jumping out, whatever, you know? So, like, I was, uh, it's funny enough, I was at 50 feet of water, and I saw a bunch of Bollywood jumping, so I just stayed there for a little bit, started pedaling a little slower. And, you know, I, I call it lucky. You know, you just get lucky with stuff like that. But I got hooked up, and just by seeing the, the environment instead of just relying on electronics, so... Uh, with that being said, electronics helps out a lot, and uh, the depth that I usually target selfish at is around 120 and 220 uh, for, like, the first part of the day. And then if it gets hotter or whatever, or, or like, if the ocean is flat, I go a little deeper uh, to, like, 350. And that gotcha. gives you a chance to catch a mahi or something like that, you know. So uh, that's mainly what I do, and I just go back and forth, I do kind of like a zigzag, and sometimes the current is super strong, I just go shallow again to like 80 feet, uh, catch up for like a mile, and then do the drift again, and that's kind of what I did the whole day after uh, after I got the fish. Yeah, and I, I think that's very smart, because uh, it's actually good that I know that, because, you know, a lot of times, first of all, you you prepare for multiple fish species, right? So you're, you're already yeah. setting yourself up to saying, okay... If it's slow, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have a kingfish rig here. I can set that up or I can fish for that and a sailfish, whatever I want to do. I have everything set ready for different species uh, that's eligible for money in the event. And I like that. That's smart. Always, always prepare yourself for everything and over prepare. Yeah. I actually, I tell people. Exactly. And then, you know, uh, second, that's keeping that's a... That's nice before I forget, uh, before yeah. I forget, uh, also uh, make sure you bring like a... 80-pound leader and a couple of egg thinkers, and you can have a knocker rig. And then if you want, you can buy that Ballyhoo and put one down there. I actually got cut off this time with that rig. So you never know. Really? Fish, they, they ate everything. So. And then, even if you don't win, maybe you catch, like, a grouper or something. You know, get lucky and have dinner at least. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, yeah. I totally agree, man. And like you said, keeping a clean 
kayak, you know. I mean, these guys, you guys, have to be kings of multitasking, right? So you have to have everything accessible all around you all the time. Like you said, you got to have your head on a swivel. You're watching for boats. You're watching for, you know, your environment. You're watching for other kayakers. You're watching for free jumping sailfish. So, yeah, man, I mean, I totally agree 100%. And, you know, like you said about the environment, I, you know, it's funny you said that because when I, well, used to fish before I, uh, you know, before I started the tournaments, but when I uh, would go out there, I, I probably caught some of my biggest, best fish just by seeing like a whole school of ballyhoo, right? Just jumping out of the water at the same time. And I would let a bait out and, and boom. And all of a sudden you get a sailfish or maybe a big king and, and you're right, you know, look at your. Yeah, look at your environment. I mean, look for the frigates. I would always look for the frigate birds. I caught a big mahi one time just looking at a frigate that oh, was going – yeah, that was coming at oh, me. And, 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 dude, it worked. You know, you always hear about it with the boats yeah. and stuff, but you never know, is this, is this real, you know? And I'll tell you what, yeah. man, it was. And so there's things and, you know, color changes, weed lines, all that stuff in your environment. You know, I, I really like what you said there. I, I totally agree. And current, yes. Yeah. Uh, you see a lot. You see a lot of those in Pompano. Actually, it's great. You know, you have you have like the blue water, literally the blue water and the dirty green water in there. And if you drop a jig down there, absolutely, you're gonna have a big chance of catching something. So that's 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 something you know you just gotta keep watching and seeing what's around you, and that helps you out a lot. Definitely, man. And you know, current is big too because I tell a lot of people. You know, that that tournament where we caught all those big Wahoo a couple of years ago, that was one of the strongest oh, yeah. north currents we've ever had. And, you know, we know that, you know, usually if we're going to get big Wahoo, which we did it for three years straight uh, until yeah. last year when those those storms came in. But, um, yeah. you know, those three years on SummerSlam 2 in August, when we had those moons, those currents were gnarly, man. They were tough. But. Those anglers knew if it was a strong north current, you had an opportunity to catch literally a world-class wahoo and a fish of a lifetime. So, you know, you're right. It's all about environment, and these guys have to look beyond sometimes their electronics to to win these events. And I like that. It's it's strategy. So, I love it. Absolutely. And that also is the idea to uh, to read the charts and and look for ledges and structure and stuff but that's that's a big that's a big uh you know area where fish usually hang out fish are lazy man so they just hide behind structure and wait for bay fish to pass by so that's something to look at as well Mm-hmm. 100 percent, man and you know with this tournament now let's go into like day one so you went out there you got yeah. the sailfish early like what happened in that moment like like from the moment you 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 know were out there you hooked up uh, I mean, did you, like, what were you thinking? What were you using on that rig? You know, everything in that moment. Okay, so uh, basically, um, I get out there, I start, I start heading out, start, you know, rigging my baits and stuff. I think I dropped my baits at around 90 feet, and then I started doing, like, my, uh, I call it, like, sort of a drift slash slow trolling. So, uh, so I kind of, like, go uh if the current's going north i uh i go south and if it's going south i go north and then i just let myself drift for a little bit and then i just 
do it that back and forth, right? So I started gotcha. doing that, and uh, one of my reels starts going off. So I let it, I let it run, right, because I have it in very, very low drag. So it takes a bait, and then out of a sudden stops running, right? So I check it. It's cut off. Uh, no, it's actually not cut off. Uh, the hook's there. So I'm like, oh, man, you could have been a selfish, you know? Like, you never know. Right, so, right. Uh, so uh, I turn around, but I keep pedaling, right? I keep going forward just in case, so, so you know, the fish doesn't get spooked out or whatever. And uh, when I look back, I see the selfish, like, this, like the actual fin, like, out of the water, like, about to get the fish. And then when it gets wow. to the bubble, you I saw like, that? Oh, yeah, it man. starts knocking out of the water. And I'm like, oh, my God. So it starts, like, moving the beak back and forth. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. But it's, like, the drag's not going off, right? So I'm like, what do I do? So I just kept pedaling for a little bit, and then I stop, and the drag starts going off. So I'm like, okay, took it, right? So I let it run for, like, I don't know, like, 15 seconds, and then, all right, cool. So I start trying to drag a little bit, little by little, right? Because, you know, like, that's what, I do, what you do with circle hooks. And, uh... I don't feel anything. I'm like, oh, my God, it came off. And then out of the nowhere, it starts going off. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's hooked up. So uh, I just wanted to make sure that the selfish was, like, properly hooked, hooked right? So I let it jump for, like, <laughs> right. twice. Yeah. And then the second time it jumped, I was like, okay, cool. Now it's time to call the the, <laughs> um, the, the helpo. So that's when I called it in and um, – and by, by that time, I already had it, like, pretty much under control. So, like, when they got to me, I already had it, like, pretty much next to the boat. And I was right. able to grab the bill real quick and land it. <laughs> and it was, like, epic, you know? Like, That's I don't know. great, it, man. It, it, was, it was incredible. It was pretty, pretty nice feeling. Awesome, man. Awesome. And then, yeah, obviously the rest of the day, you know, it was slow. Uh, we had multiple guys that had sailfish but lost them. And, uh, and that's kind of what I wanted to ask you was, you know, what advice can you give some of these out-of-towner guys, you know, that come here and fish these events? You know, I kind of feel like with the circle hook and everything, I feel like maybe they get excited and pull too quick. I mean, what, what do you think it is? Uh, sorry, brother. I lost you for a second, so I didn't really hear half of that question. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, a lot of these out-of-towners that come here – you know, they, I, I've noticed yeah. we had a lot of sailfish lost, right, in this last tournament. I mean, you heard it yourself on the radio. You know, I'm hooked up, sailfish. Oh, yeah. he's off. So, you know, knowing yeah. that these guys have to use circle hooks, what advice would you give those guys on using, you know, the gear that we have to use in this event? Okay, so, um, I mean, I'm not uh, by any way any expert or anything, but uh, the advice that I will give is getting offset circle hooks uh they tend to like i don't know from my opinion they hook a little better right uh also circle hooks are designed to basically just slide all the way to the corner of the mouth of the fish so uh they do about themselves right the fish has to turn in order for them to get hooked that way with circle exactly hooks. so what i do is basically set the drag like really really low uh, somebody might disagree with me, but that's the way I do it. Uh, I set it really low enough that I, they can take it and not freak out about, oh, I'm, you know, like I'm pulling something or whatever. But at the right. same time, it gives sense to like, you know, sometimes fish just bite 
the fish like in half and then they don't grab the hook. So I let them like grab it and run off with it. You know, kind of like a, I don't know if, and, you know, you guys been gar fishing or whatever, but like gars, usually when, when they bite first, they bite it, they don't swallow it, they just run away and, and then they swallow it. So I don't know if selfish actually do it that way, but that's how I visualize it. So I let them like run with it for a little bit and then slowly tighten the drag. So like if, you know, you can do that with spinning or conventional reels either way. So sure, that's sure. basically what I did. Two years ago, I had spinning reel and that's what I did. I just tightened the drag little by little and then, you know, just let the fish eat. So don't freak out about it. Don't get nervous. Uh, don't get too excited. Just focus on like, hey, I need to land this fish for a little bit. They don't have teeth. You don't want to get cut off. So that's the advice that I give people. Exactly, man. And I agree with you a thousand percent. You know, I try to tell these guys because, you know, it's hard. I mean, I, I listen, I know I fished a lot of tournaments in my day and, you know, you get excited that, you know, knowing that, oh my God, you know, it's, it's on, it's on, it's on. And you just want to get it in as fast as possible. But, you know, a lot of these guys got to understand like the way that you won this tournament and, and this is key. So I'm going to repeat it. You know, you saw the fish, you let him eat. You took your time, you waited, what was it, 10, 15 seconds, and then, yeah. and then you, you started fighting and caught the fish. And that's what these guys need to understand and do so that we have less you know, lost fish in, the, in these tournaments. Because every tournament, we got a lot that's lost. You know, we have, we've had some good ones where a lot was landed as well, but you know, I think that circle hook, you know, these guys are learning and getting better at it, and you know, we do get a lot right. of guys that that, that they're, listen. They don't they don't go bill fishing on their free time. You know what I mean? So no, you know, no. it's 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 they have you go know, advice for you guys. You know, be calm and let the fish eat, just like just like Rob said. So uh, yeah, man, that, kudos to you. And 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 you know, I I want to end it here. Like, what what did it feel like to win? You know your first extreme kayak fishing tournament, and what was the awards like, and pretty much the whole the whole shabam at the end. Oh man, it was. I mean, it was crazy. You know, like uh, it was funny because like it was great, like the first twenty minutes or whatever, and then I was like, oh man, you know, like it's early. You know, like somebody. <laughs> yeah, can, you got all day, somebody man. Can beat me. <laughs> exactly. So it was like in the back of my head the whole day, but I was just focused on fishing. Right. Uh, but I mean, I would have been happy if somebody would have won either way. Uh, I was just there, you know, I was just happy that I caught a selfish. So that was pretty good for me, but it felt, it felt pretty great to, uh, to, uh, go to the award ceremony and hold a trophy and, you know, the trophies in my house. And I, I had it in the, in the kitchen island for like a week until my girlfriend said, Hey, that's it. <laughs> uh, you got to move it, that thing out of the was, kitchen, brother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that, that is no, great. that's it yeah oh. so uh no it was, it was great you guys have like a great event man like super organized uh hell boats uh i mean burritos underwater beer when you get back i mean super cool people everybody's super nice great great job doing this tournament man i i'm definitely i think i'm gonna do the if i'm not working i'm definitely gonna do the uh the summer slam one so uh, awesome, i guess i'll man. see you guys over there and yeah, because I now to, uh, come, I want to congratulate on. the other anglers that won the, uh, you know, the other second place. Yeah, Sean and then, yeah. Two minutes before, uh, before the, you know, lines out. And it was, you know, crazy, right? Like, imagine, like, 
shit, I haven't caught anything all day. And then two minutes before, you know, like lights out, I catch something. So congrats. I, I bet that felt really awesome too. And then um, Ivy Harris for uh, for winning the Mahi division and and uh, yeah. Brian Nelly Brian for Nelly. the Kingfish. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, and you know, That's I always awesome. tell these guys. Oh, that's skill, that. man. Yeah, that's 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 not easy to do. We all know that. And um, you know, I always tell people too, like you want to fish literally till right at the end because every tournament, I mean, literally almost every single tournament, these anglers catch a winning fish that makes the stage one way or another right at the end of the day. Uh, I mean, look at um, John McCroy's record 71-pound Wahoo. He caught that right oh, at the end of the day, man. So, like, another tidbit for you guys fishing these tournaments, fish until the end. Don't give up and come exactly. to the beach. I mean, you can if you want to have some beer and hang out and have some fun. That's awesome, too. But, you know, if, yeah. if you're in it to win it, you know, you got to fish until that final bell, man, because you never know what's going to happen. And Sean, who got second in this tournament, you know, proves it right there that, you I mean, like literally two exactly. minutes before. So, yeah. you know, I, th- I, think, I think I think he said he lost one. I think he said he, he lost one in the morning. So, like, you know, like he, <laughs> he didn't give up, you know, he didn't he didn't let that let him down or anything. He just kept going till the end of. That's pretty awesome. You know, he deserved that second spot. So, uh, definitely. That's, that was pretty great. And think about this, Rob. If he would have got that first one, that means yeah, he could have won second. the tournament with two minutes to go right at the end. Can you imagine, yeah. man? You'd be, you'd be freaking out. What? It would have been insane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it man. Been insane. But, but respectful, you know, I would have been like, damn, but hey. Oh, of course. Of course. That would have been a crazy to pull off. Yeah, but, but again, you know, that's that's fishing, and, and you know, um, I'm going to keep stressing with these guys. I think I might do some more videos on, on circle hooks in general because, you know, we're, we're, we're almost yeah. there, man, you know, and, and that's my final question for you yeah. is the sport of, of offshore kayak fishing that you've seen, right? I'm not, not just mm-hmm. tournaments, but in general. You know, how new yeah. do you think it still is, and, and where do you think the future of the sport is going? Man, um, makes you think. So right? <laughs> when when I started when I started uh, doing offshore, I mean kayak fishing was still. I mean it was there was a lot of kayaks out there that were you know pretty good, but compared to what we have right now, it's like comparing like a Fiat or a Ferrari, pretty much. I mean like the new right. kayaks nowadays are like incredible, you know. So I think as kayaks evolve. And become like more comfortable, faster. I don't know, like I don't know what kind of stuff people are gonna come out in the next few years. But I hope it stays, you know, in between paddles and, and pedals. You know, I don't, I don't really believe in trolling motors and stuff. So uh, agreed. I know that nowadays a lot of a lot of people love trolling motors. There's nothing wrong with that. But like at least in tournament in the tournament setting, I think it should stay just you know, just paddle on pedal, you know? Uh, I agree with you a hundred percent, man. Uh, let me see. What was the question again? (laughs) (laughs) And so basically where do you see it going? I got lost. Yeah. The the sport. (laughs)
You have a little cocktail over there or what? I've had a few already. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet. A little bit. A little um, bit. But, yeah, where do, you, where do you think the sport – you know, what's the future? Like, what do you think the future is going to be? Like, more or, TV? Okay. I mean, what do you, what do you think? Or offshore? Yeah. In yeah, general, or in general. Or in yeah, wh- whichever. I don't know. I think – uh, well, let's just let's just focus on offshore since you know since the tournament series is offshore. I I see a lot of you know a lot of places joining the offshore game. You know, not only like I see Los Busos and and now I see uh, Martin from uh, Burley Pro going to New Zealand and stuff, getting some awesome you know yellow jackfish, uh, yellowtail jackfish and stuff and snappers right. and stuff. I think. I think uh, offshore kayak fishing is getting really, really popular, especially in areas of the world that, you know, people didn't know they could do that. And then they're seeing it happen, you know, like in here and in Texas. And, uh, you know, like I've seen people in Spain catching giant groupers and stuff. You know, I saw this guy, I think his name is like Miguel or whatever. And he does that slow pitch digging and he catches some like, I don't know, 50, 80 pound groupers uh, doing that stuff. Wow. I see people from, uh, again, New Zealand catching giant yellowtail uh, jacks, which is kind of like amberjacks and stuff. And right. I don't know, the guys in South Africa, they catch all kinds of stuff, you know, yellowfin tuna and stuff like that. So I think that we're going to start seeing, like, I mean, we're already seeing it right now. We're going to start seeing, like, offshore kayak fishing becoming more like a worldwide thing, you know, like, not only like, South Florida or Hawaii, it's becoming like everybody's doing it. I mean, everybody has the chance to get offshore in a, in a short distance, you know? So Definitely. I don't know. I just think that it's, it's growing and we're learning different techniques from each other. Uh, like, I I mean, from what I've seen, I, I don't know if it's true or not, but I, I've seen that a lot of the guys in Hawaii are now vertical jigging, you know? And that's something that I feel that we started it from the kayaks. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. it's just, you know, cool to see us sharing different stuff, different techniques and seeing it work in other places and keep friends. Even if, you know, you never met them in person, you make a lot of friends on Facebook and you learn new stuff. And then maybe if you visit those places, you can uh, go fish together and stuff like that. So uh, the, the sport is growing and it's just getting better and better. Awesome, man. Well, good stuff, Rob. And let me tell you something, man. Uh, kudos to you. It's always good to see the good guys win. And in my book, you're one of them. And, uh, you know, I mean, to see you come out and now you've been fishing this tournament, you know, pretty consistently. So it's good to see you win. And, you know, you put a lot of effort into it. And I appreciate you explaining, you know, how you did it and kind of your tactics out there. I think a lot of the younger generation and some of the new guys getting into the sport um, will really benefit from that. So I, I appreciate it, brother. Oh, no, no problem, man. I always love sharing what I know. And if he helps somebody catch the, the fish of the dreams, you know, like like I did, uh, even better. You know, I'm always happy to see people catching, the, you know, the fish that they're after. So that's great. Awesome, man. And and real quick, you know, we're, we're planning on, a, on another tournament in uh, late September, I can't really say what it is okay. yet, but it might be it might be up your alley, my friend. So I'll keep you posted on that, all right? Oh. Okay, sounds good, man. Sounds good. All right, brother. All right, man. Thanks for having me again. 
Talk to you guys All right, later. listen, Rob, I really appreciate it, man. Thanks for calling in. And uh, any shout-outs or anything you want to give out before you before you head out? Uh, I mean, shout-out to everybody that, you know, uh, congratulated me and was happy for me winning and stuff. And then uh, uh, shout-out to the companies that, you know, helped me out before. I, I didn't really have any sponsors, but – I got a lot of good people that look out for me in this sport, so thank you. You you all know who you are, and uh, uh, that's it. <laughs> all right, brother. Well, listen, I'll see you soon, and hopefully I'll see you in the SummerSlam 1, all right? Yes, sir. All right, brother. I'll see you later. Uh, Have a good care. one. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Well, let me tell you, I can stop this. There we go. Let me tell you, you know, I, I, it was a joy to talk to him and, you know, kudos to Rob. I mean, just again, just, just seeing new winners is awesome all the time. And that's the beauty of the Selfish Smackdown. You know, anyone from anywhere can come here to Pompano Beach and fish these events and win it. You know, it's, it's, it's anyone's game all the time. And just like I said in the, uh, in the video that, that Freddie York made, you know, I mean, I still think the future, uh, definitely of this tournament series, I, I, a big part of it is the Sailfish Smackdown. I mean, the nation's only kayak billfish tournament. And uh, for all you guys listening, you know, to the podcast and you haven't fished an extreme event, you know, I'm telling you, you know, just, just try it one time and you'll love it. So on that note, guys, I'll talk to you soon. You can uh, find this podcast on uh, Instagram, uh, YouTube, pretty much all over the place. Facebook, I'll be posting it everywhere. And uh, I appreciate all our sponsors. I appreciate Railblazer. They, uh, they help sponsor this podcast and Nautical Ventures. So kudos to you two. And thanks to all the sponsors that sponsored our event, the Sailfish Smackdown. And that's it, man. It's time for the Summer Slam Series, guys. It's coming up. It's right around the corner. We also have a surprise tournament that's taking place in September. I can't really talk about it yet. But it's coming. And I can't wait. So, guys, we will see you June 22nd at the SummerSlam 1 or our Wahoo Tournament. Well, it used to be until last year. But our Wahoo Tournament, August 10th in Papano Beach. That's the SummerSlam. Any angler that got a sailfish in the SmackDown, remember, you guys got 10 points towards the ring. So, guys, we'll talk to you soon. We love you. Freddie, I'll see you soon.